0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: Could you imagine being the all-time lead in Russia? I couldn't. In the history? Of somewhere. Yeah. Of anywhere? Anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. I got to call this brother's game, man. Yeah. It was unbelievable because yeah. I knew he was going to break. One, just a matter of when, when, right? So now he's with us right now, and he's breaking things down with his Jets podcast. He's, um, hey, can
2: we? We need to start there because that we thought we were gonna have an exciting offseason, man. What? What is
1: your quarterback situation is worse than our? I kind of <laughs> feel we feel good when we talk about the Jets, yeah, no, because it's one of those it's the only few time places we stick our that we can stick our chests out about. But y'all are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar, ain't that something, man? You come on, do us a favor, and then we start talking trashing you as <laughs> soon as you come on the show. How's the Jet podcast? Your fan base has got to be as crazy as ours in trying to fix that quarterback position. What's the latest?
3: Well, I think that we found out where a large part of the issue lied. And before I start, what's going on, fellas? Always what's good that, to man? be on the show with y'all. My man. Yes, sir. Um, uh, I think that getting rid of the floor and then some of the news that's coming out about some things that transpired, Um, I I think the issue with the Jets, we got rid of the issue, which was our offensive coordinator. I thought we ran a boys and girls club style offense. Um, And as a coach, you know, just as a coach, I I find great joy in being able to coach my guys up. Our quarterback came to the league with a certain skill set. The thing that everybody loved about him was his, his, his technique, his drop back, everything that you look for in a quarterback he had. But once he got to the Jets, you started to see those things slowly fade away. So as far as I'm concerned, that's on coaching. If a guy comes with a certain skill set and he, he takes steps backwards, that's on coaching. So um, our quarterback situation, and, and there have been a, no, a number of times that I've referenced the Washington commanders on our jet show because we're all we're both in the same boat. We're parallel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah our yeah, strengths, yeah. D-line. You have, mean, you got, um, yeah, defenses. You have defenses. Although our defense, is, in my opinion, is, is significantly better than the Commanders' defense. Oh, um, like but, yeah, like oh, that, hold man. it, hold slim. Like that in
1: there. Hold slim. I like that. I like that. You you okay. think they're considerably better?
3: Yeah, they, yeah. I think they're 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 considerably better than than the Commanders' defense. Um, um, but we both have quarterback issues. We both yeah. had offensive coordinator issues. We both had rookie running backs that were the heart and soul of our offense. And yeah. unfortunately for us, the Jets, our rookie running back got hurt. Um, with that said, I think that there are some brighter some brighter days ahead for the Jets. Coach Robert Sala is doing a great job of, of 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 changing the culture there with the Jets. I mean, if you look at it, if we just get some something out of our offense, just something out of our offense that says that this is a pro offense. The Jets would have been in the playoffs this year. Um, with that said, we don't know what the quarterback situation is. Every quarterback that was on our roster this year, with the exception of uh, Zach Wilson, is is a free agent now. Um, for us, it's just a matter of us finding out who our offensive coordinator is going to be, which is no different for the commanders. You can't do anything offensively until you figure out who's going to be your leader on the offensive side of the ball.
1: Amazing. Too defensive-minded. Yeah. Head coaches, both of them struggling. Can't pick both a quarterback. Decapitated their coordinators. <laughs> yeah, but yet Lamont thinks they're ahead of the Commanders. That's the only. The That's only only thing interesting.
2: I, I push back on on the whole. Lafleur is another situation where I feel like, well, somebody had to go. Anytime you get that little production out of your offense, somebody's got to go. But another it's the the generation same thing higher. Washington. Yeah, right. correct. Another generation got Ohio. hired off of what of what he. Not to say he can't be great at it. Correct. But clearly you are what your results produce. Well, I don't I don't see – I'm still worried about why did Mike White look that much more productive in the offense than your number 2 overall pick? Matt. Yeah. We can blame the coordinator all we want. We can say that Zach Wilson had these tools and he's regressed and he's not being coached properly. But Zach Wilson has some serious internal flaws, and, and, and a lot of it is mental with him. His arm arrogance is really what gets him in trouble most of the time.
3: Yeah, but I I can't put that, and we were talking about this on the show because I was very hard on Zach all season long. Uh, We had high expectations for him. I mean, we were talking about he's going to throw for over 40-something, forty, two hundred, forty five hundred 4,500 yards, things of that nature. So we had high hopes for him. But the reality is is he took steps backwards. And as a coach, if a guy comes, if you move up, perfect example, when I played for Mike Loxley, when he was my running back coach, once I went to the NFL, there were some certain, there were, some foundational things that I went to the NFL with that allowed me to survive and have a nine-year career. Right. All right, That's because I had coaches that constantly reinforced those things that Coach Locks had instilled in me, the things that my mom had instilled in me. Once you move up a level, if you take steps backwards, yes, you have some of the blame, but that's why you have coaches. If you, if, if you have a quarterback who can't read out the defense, it's your job to spend time with him teaching him that. You can't blame – put it this way. I can't put a lot of pressure on a quarterback if I go back and I watch the All-22 and I'm seeing the same route concepts and I'm seeing that the defense knows what routes are coming. And, hell, half the time nobody is open. I can't put that on a young quarterback. You have to put that on the offensive coordinator. If you go out there time and time again as an offensive player and you're dropping back, throwing the ball 35, 40 times a game, and you go back and you watch the film, and maybe 15 of those 35 or 40 times a guy was actually open, I can't put that on a quarterback.
1: Well, we went through that with Robert Griffin III here and trying to you know advance a quarterback's development when he didn't see the field clear, there was a disconnect, and he had a genius offensive coaching staff. So on the player to adapt and not hide behind the gifts he has if a guy can run. For the second pick in the draft, and Bobby was the second pick as well, are you telling me this kid is a bust or the system didn't favor what he does well?
3: I'm 50-50, Doc. Okay. Uh, Part of me wants to say that he's a bust because of where he was drafted, Mm -hmm. but sitting back watching the film, knowing what's going on on the inside of of that offensive building, let's just look at it like this: there was no veteran leadership for the New York Jets on the offensive side of the ball. You had a first-time head coach. I mean, first-time offensive coordinator. Right. You had a quarterback's coach who was coaching high school the year before who has no NFL experience. I can't put that on a quarterback. I can't put that on a young guy who played at BYU who was in a read option offense who moves up to the National Football League where everything happens faster. The reads happen faster. The defensive line gets there faster. I can't put it on him if he has a rookie offensive coordinator and a high school quarterback coach. I can't put all of that on him. This is the National Football League. And it's too many times that I've seen throughout youth ball, high school ball, and college ball, you have a bunch of coaches who pat themselves on the back because they have all of this talent that makes up for their inability to coach. And I think that that's what took place.
2: It's interesting, man, because it almost feels like one of those situations where your your owner doesn't always meddle, but he's got meddling tendencies, but we know yep. he just wants to win. Yep. Now – Douglas and company, they drafted Zach Wilson. I can only imagine. I said, I give kudos to Robert Sala to be able to have the stones to go to the front office and say, hey, look, this, this isn't working, and, and we, we got to sit this guy down. I just wonder, after you do something like that, is the situation salvageable? Because we could fire the offensive coordinator, but is Zach mentally balled in? Because I didn't like his answer. I don't know if you heard his comments. Uh, I think it was his the the exit interviews and he actually, knows, Zach, if they bring in a uh, veteran quarterback, you know how what's going to be your reaction? He said to, to give him hell. Well, I don't want him saying that. I want him saying I'm going to compete and I'm going to do everything I can to, to to help the guy. I mean, it's, it just still seems like Zach doesn't get it upstairs.
3: I think he's still young, and it comes back to having that veteran leader around you. Now, to Coach Solis' credit, and to the to you know to kind of defend Zach and the Jets' offense. When Robert Sala got hauled, he had an offensive assistant by the name of Greg Knapp, yeah. who unfortunately passed before um, before he could even really get going. I had a chance to play in Oakland under Co- Coach Knapp as our offensive coordinator. The, the, the man was a beast at developing quarterbacks. He coached Michael Vick. I had a chance to work with him. That offense was missing his leadership. He was the senior voice. He was supposed to have been the senior voice on the offensive side of the ball. And, unfortunately, he had an untimely uh, death. And I really think that from an offensive standpoint, that set the Jets back. With that said, we're moving forward. The most important thing now for the Jets is who are you going to hire as an offensive coordinator. And we talked about this on the show. There are two guys that I'm looking at. I would love to bring in Frank Wright as the offensive coordinator and bring in Pep Hamilton as the as the quarterback's coach. Knowing that a year from now, Frank Wright is probably going to get a head coaching job somewhere, and then Pep Hamilton, Pep Hamilton, a guy who has history of working with quarterbacks, he did a great job with Justin Herbert out there with the Chargers before they let that coaching staff go. I think that that combination right there is what the Jets, is what the Jets need at the offensive side of the ball as far as who's running things.
1: I like that. Frank Wright, I do think he's comforting um, for a young quarterback – And it's about people, not schemes. It's about people. Your defense, man. Give us a little insight about your defensive front and compare it to Washington's.
3: Ah, Man, I would say when you look at the front four, just the four starters, I think they marry each other. I think the difference is that we have more depth. We did a great job of drafting Jermaine Johnson, who came off the bench for us. You're talking about having Lawson, Huff. I mean, you can go all the way across the board. We have a front eight. I think that you could take our starting defensive line and you could take our backup defensive line, and our backup defensive line can go start on another team and still be dominant. I truly believe that. A part of that is because of the culture that Robert Sala has brought in. But the other part is when you watch these guys compete, like they compete, I mean, they compete, they're happy for one another, and when when your starter goes out, you bring in a backup and you don't lose a beat. And I think that that's the difference between our defense and, and you know, the front line. The reason I say that our defense is significantly better is because we got Mosley and Williams. Those are our middle linebackers. Yeah. The linebackers that the commanders have aren't even in the same hemisphere as those two yeah. linebackers that we have.
1: Can't argue um, that.
3: So, and then when you look at our starting secondary, you know, when you look at our starting secondary with sauce, you look at our, with Whitehead back there at the safety, I just think all the way across the board, we just have a better defense. Our guys play for one another. Um, just as a franchise, the Jets are just a better off. They're just a better franchise than the Washington Commanders.
1: Well, we're not going to win those, those arguments with a lot of people for right now. But I sure wish we played y'all. Because I tell you what, I want to see that.
2: <laughs> yeah, so do I. Yeah, you, I definitely want to see that. it be an interesting matchup. I, I want to mm-hmm. ask you about some news that came out of College Park yesterday. Uh, Talia Tagovailoa announced mm-hmm. that he's going to return uh, for his senior season. Is that, is that the, first, the first, the tip of the iceberg, so to speak, for the expectations that this Terps team is going to have on him next year after a really, really promising 2022 season?
3: Um, For me, the news of him coming back, as far as I'm concerned, where was he going to go? Was he going to transfer, or was he going to take a shot at the league? I don't think that that would have been smart for him to leave. Right. With with him coming back, we finally have something here. And Once again, Coach Locks has just done a great job, as far as I'm concerned, since he's come in here. When you talk about changing a culture, giving a team life, and building things the right way, Talia gives us stability at the quarterback spot, which we haven't had here in Maryland since, I can't remember the last time we had a quarterback that was able to get through the season, let alone be yeah, right, able yeah. to start. His a second so I think that with him coming back at the quarterback position, uh, we lost some guys at the wide receiver spot. We have some some, some younger guys coming up. I just think that, that that's a great situation for the Terps. For me, the next thing is who's going to be the guy that's going to come in and compete with him. That's the that's the part that I want to see I hope it's not a situation where Talia is coming back. Is Yes, he's going to come back and be the outright starter, but I think that there has to be a guy that's going to push him to be able to take the Terps to the next level.
1: Yeah, and it might even be your backup, because I enjoyed this young man's play whenever he got in. And also nationally, I haven't heard a lot of word, but I hope they're going to be competitive in this NIL deal. I hope that, because Locke's got great reach and span, but it ain't locks that got to close these deals; it's the lumps. And yeah. I just hope they're building that coffer up. They've made great strides with the facilities. They got to keep moving forward, cause you know, like I know, you're in the Big Ten,
2: yeah.
1: and 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 they make commitments to football like nobody's business. And um, but I, I I like where he's at. I just want to see him get over the hump. You're still climbing. You're still climbing. But there's. Such a rich area here with football, as you well know, and hopefully uh, these people will invest in the Terrapins. Hey, man, we appreciate you taking time out. Big L was getting beat up on the, on the lines. He's two of eight right now and in the opinion poll, so you helped take some heat off of him. You're the, you're the best, brother, and we'll, we'll chat Lamar. again real soon.
3: I appreciate y'all.
1: All right, good deal. Lamont Jordan, yeah, man. the all-time leading rusher at the university.